to meet me in the middle. I'm Lindsay Pollard and this is Raymond Broughton. Okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. This is <laughs> Hey and I'm Joy Martin. We're just all we're just all in the middle today. <laughs> we are in the middle today. And we have a special guest with us and um, this special young man down here is Raymond Broughton. He is my son-in-law. He is the best son-in-law in the world, my only one, but I love this guy. So um, he decided that he would uh, be a champ today and come on our show and share with us his journey um, about weight loss and the surgery that he had. And so Raymond, take us away. Tell us who you are and um, tell us what brought you to the point of getting the gastric bypass surgery. Uh, well, I'm Raymond. I said I'm 33 and um when I initially started thinking about weight loss surgery, I was, it was 10 years ago. It took me 10 years to get to the point where I decided to say yes to the surgery. Uh, I got to be 436 pounds as my highest weight. Wow. I had never weighed that much, but the, um, the part where I had just had my first son who uh, was four, just turned five, and I was about to have a new baby. And I kept thinking to myself, my wife and I were talking, it was like, well, I can't stay this, this size and have another baby. I can't, I can't stay this size and, and be an example to her and to my two children. So the next thought was maybe I should look at weight loss surgery. And that was difficult in itself because it felt like I was going the, in a cheap route initially, just because yeah. I don't, surgery is such a, a serious thing. And then, then you start as a, as a fat person, you start to think about, you know, what you can't have and what you can't do, like what you can't eat, you know, and I, uh, I'm a cook, so I love to eat and then cook my food and eat some more and then taste <laughs> it and try that. <laughs> And I love spicy foods. It's like, can I not have this? And, yeah. and so my wife helped me. She found a couple people from her, uh, her, her college that talked to me about them having the weight loss. But it was really difficult to find somebody, you know, a black male my age that, that, that's had the surgery or was even willing to talk about it. Okay, so let me ask, have you always, like, I feel like I've always struggled with you know, weight issues. I mean, I just, I don't know, sometimes we all say we're just born that way. Some people started out real skinny and then they got big, but I was never real skinny. So were did you always struggle with weight or did this just come on more after adulthood or something? No, I said, um, I was I was skinny probably when I was an adolescent. I said, as I got to the third grade, I was in a Husky. Okay. I got thrown out football. I got picked on a lot. I got uh, made to be Santa Claus often. So okay. it stuck with me. It's like, okay, I'm the big guy now. So I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be big. I'm just going to be that, be the Hulk in everybody's room so that they know I'm, I might be big, but not, don't take advantage of me. So it played a, it played a role as far as me being normal. Okay. Yeah. It's not normal anymore. Cause I'm starting to look back at 
from where I am now to then, it's like I was, I was unhealthy, but to me, I didn't look unhealthy. And I felt fine. And I, and one of the, my doctor was like, well, you have nothing wrong with you. You have no high blood pressure, no diabetes, no cholesterol issues. You just overweight. I said, yeah. And that's, that's the hard part is like, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm perfectly fine. I can run. I'm actually, so even at 436, I'm fast. I was like, I got quick hands, quick feet. And it was like, so um, there's nothing wrong with me. But there is. So it hadn't, I mean, you still had a lot of energy and all that. Oh, I mean, I, I, no, the only thing is, you know, getting winded. I said, I had quick bursts. I can move real fast to catch my son when he's running away or something. <laughs> but it was like, I know I used to be a lot faster. I used to be a lot quicker. And but one thing I started to notice was I couldn't wear button-ups anymore. Oh. I, I used to wear a button-up every day for work. Yeah. And I transitioned from button-ups to wearing polos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More comfortable, easier to get, and I don't look big. Right, right. Wow, there's so many aspects of this that you've touched on already. I mean, the whole, like, biocycle, social, you know, I mean, you've, like, touched a myriad of things already with, you know, something that could veer into the mental health part of it or the social part of it. Um, I mean, just to even think back about what you were saying that, you know, people made you the Santa Claus every year. So it's almost like, you know, people are prophesying into your life. You're big, you're big, and that's who you are. And I mean, that just like, it rips at my heart just to think that, that, you know, you accepted that, you know, you accepted that, you embraced it. And then you also used it as almost like a defense mechanism, because like you were saying, the Hulk. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, there's a presence in this room. Don't mess with me. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's very interesting. Very, very interesting. So when you were when you were um, looking into um, a doctor that could perform the gastric bypass, what specifically were you looking for? Well, that started off uh, kind of funny. Only uh, part of the things I was looking for. I used to watch Six Hundred Pound Life as my motivation. And uh, that doctor on there, he is uh, very strict, very, uh, but he was good with his craft. He was all the way in Texas. So from like basically just overdoing it on watching those shows, that's what I was looking for. Someone who had at least the length amount of surgeries, the experience of someone working with my size, because being at 436, that even put more pressure on me being under anesthesia. It put me at risk of, uh, of not waking up just based on that particular weight going into the 500s. So uh, here in Mobile, there is a surgical associates that are dedicated just for it. They won the Nappy Awards for their surgeries. And the one I had has the, uh, some of the most surgeries done for the state. So I was like, I felt more comfortable. And he was a younger guy too at that. So I felt comfortable going to him and just, just having a conversation. Yeah, I mean, what kind of research did you do before? Because I know you must have, I don't know, are you like this where you look at all the the what ifs or did you just try not to go there? I mean, did you look at the, you know, this and that and the other could happen or hear testimonials? What do you do? What kind of research did you do? 
Well, I um, started off like in Facebook, I found a bunch of um, BSG groups and just started, uh, I joined some, didn't really say much, but you watch other people ask their question. And, and what you start to see was like, what can you eat? I said, what can you have? What, uh, what happens after the surgery? Some people, you know, have had to go back and have it redone because it didn't go well the first time wow. or they didn't do well with the anesthesia and it didn't work or uh, they didn't follow their diet before the The diet they give you is to shrink your liver, which they, they don't tell you that if your liver is too big, you can't have the surgery. Oh, didn't I know didn't that. know that. Huh, interesting. What? What diet shrinks your liver? <laughs> uh, well, I, uh, that diet. Never is, heard of a skinny liver diet. <laughs> uh, I, lost, I lost 30 pounds in two weeks. Uh, it was basically all liquid. So the first week was you start going on protein shakes, soups, and water. Okay. And closer to the last four days is mostly all water, water and jello, sugar free jello. Okay. Wow. Did you, did you get nauseated at all for not eating? Um, slightly. I got slightly nauseated in the beginning of it, just because you, I went from eating a lot of greasy foods to just I don't even know if it was eight hundred calories in a day. Yeah. It it was uh, more water than anything. Yeah. I was, I thought you were gonna say, did you get irritable? <laughs> did you get oh, hungry? I get, oh, I, an angry, hungry person. <laughs> angry. But then, because I had also cooked for my family too. So I'm in there, you know, I'm not eating. I said, but I'm cooking and making the food. So I'm smelling everything. And, but it was like, I'm not going to pay for this surgery and, and, and miss my opportunity just because I ate something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And right. so, did you have to lose weight before? Okay. So you had to lose weight before and you lost the 30 pounds. Was that all, was that the maximum that they required? Was the 30 pounds or was it? Well, I said, because I didn't have uh, uh, any medical issues, they didn't ask me to lose any weight. Okay. That, that 30 pounds came with just sticking to their program as far as preparing for surgery. Okay. okay. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people do, depending on like, they should be diabetic, you, they change your diet kind of earlier. And mind you, this process initially takes six months to get to. Like I, when I started um, with the first conversation, they get, gave me a, um, I didn't have a regular doctor. So he set me up with a regular doctor and I started a six month process. So then I had to go to my regular doctor almost twice a month and have him check, check me out, check my vitals and see, see how my weight is going. He, he asked about diet as well, but he said, my doctor was like, well, you really just need the, the surgery at this point. There's nothing wrong with you. And that's, that was, that's so difficult to kind of take in, you know, because there's nothing wrong with you. You're just heavy. Right, right, right. So you, it takes six months just to prepare for this surgery? Yes, ma'am. The usual, right? The usual, usual six months. And also, other side of that, some, my insurance actually paid for it, but some insurance don't. That took a process, too. Um, because I have no medical history because I've had nothing to go to the doctor for, I had to provide pictures of myself as a large person so that they would approve me for the surgery as well as a six month. Okay. Wow. I did not know there was so much 
pre-surgery prep. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, usually I'm, I've had a bunch of surgeries, but it's just like, you know, that overnight don't eat or drink after midnight. I mean, yours went, it's like for six months, don't eat or drink. <laughs> no. um, don't eat or drink certain things, I guess, or don't, you know, you just had such a limited um, diet. Wow. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Okay. So do you want to stop here and then go into the nitty gritty of surgeries next? Yeah, sure. Let's do it, guys. Hey, come back. We're going to come back uh, for us in just a minute. But <laughs> um, so come back for uh, episode two with Raymond Broughton. Thank you.